Dish from Waitrose is an SE Creative Studio production. Clarence Court is home to Britain's widest collection of free-range eggs since 1928. Our traditional heritage birds produce a distinctively rich and iconic yolk that takes home cooking from the ordinary to the extraordinary. Loved by chefs and favoured by foodies, each shell is stamped with its own royal crown. It's time for you to discover the wonderful world of fabulous eggs by fabulous birds. Clarence Court. Our podcast might contain the occasional mild swear word or adult theme. Hello and welcome to Dish from Waitrose. Shock horror, it's me, Nick Grimshaw and Angela Hartner. Why did you do a sigh <laughs> I not, at the sorry. start you went? <sighs> feel like I've been here a year. You have, it's nearly a year of Dish. What are you getting me for our anniversary? I don't know. What's the first year? Because I mean you get to like 60, you know, you have like the diamonds Gold, and silver. things. Yeah. I think it's diamonds the first one. Not di- no, paper, diamonds for one year. I feel I need diamonds. Did you think when we met, last year that we'd still be doing it or did you think you'd do like six of them honestly i honestly didn't quite know what i was getting into and um i felt that after six we had been doing it a year because it <laughs> 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 them for so long and never ended and the crew just get bigger i mean yeah. there's like more people there's more people, there's more, people. more people now didn't people. you think as well when we first met that you were coming on my podcast yes, as a guest <laughs> That's what Ange thought. I hadn't quite read the email properly. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think we should have a party? Yeah, they've been promising that for a year. I've heard the French house name dropped quite a few times. Yeah, they've not taken us out. No Christmas party. No summer. It's been quite. Yeah. Do you know what? We do need a party. I think we should try and invite um, Spider Man. Spider Man. (laughs) Why? Because he went to Waitrose. What are you on about? Spider Man. (laughs) When? Like a few months ago, Spider-Man went to Waitrose. Spider-Man is a cartoon, you know that. No, but the guy that plays in Tom Holland and Zendaya both went to Waitrose. Right. How do you know that interesting fact? It was in all the papers because everyone was like, oh my God, Spider-Man's gone to Waitrose. Oh, right. Okay. You retweeted it. I put it up and you reposted it. (laughs) (laughs) I said, me and Angela getting ready for Was that Spider-Man? Yeah. God, I just saw it was a random couple at Waitrose. I didn't know it was actual like, famous people. <laughs> I literally thought you were at Waitrose and just took this random picture. No, <laughs> they're like the most famous <laughs> movie stars in the world. Oh, God, I'm really look at that again. Oh, God, my credentials are just getting worse and worse. Brilliant. It just shows my trust in you that I retweet anything. I know, you, you just out. believe, you, you have faith, you have faith. faith. Right. Um, right, our guest today, you won't believe we've got Spider-Man. Is <laughs> 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 it? No, today we've got Rick Edwards and Ema Kenny. Brilliant. Who are a couple. They're both super talented in their own right and they both do a lot. You worked with them, didn't you? Yeah, I worked with Rick. Yeah. I did T4 with Rick. Nice. You know what T4 is? Yes. <laughs> I didn't watch it necessarily. You know it is, but I know, yeah, it's a programme on Channel 4. Yeah. Hence the four. Yeah. That you presented. Nikita yeah. presented. Yes. Thank you very much. Done my research. Yeah. Tick. We didn't do too much together, but sometimes we didn't did. Didn't Simon Amstel do it as well? Simon, he did Pot World. Oh, Pot World. Okay. Which was on T4. It's right. quite confusing, T4, really, wasn't it? There is. Lots going on, you see. They binned it off a Sunday brunch. Did they? Yeah. 
It's a quite a sad start to the show. That's <laughs> yeah. brought it down. Get down with that one, Nick. But should we get him in? Yes, let's do it. Please can we have a round of applause for Rick Edwards and Ema Kenny, everybody? We're clapping ourselves. Yeah, you've got to clap yourself. You've got to. You've got to clap yourself. Presents yourself. It's not the intimate setting I thought it was going to be, actually. There's about 1,500 people here. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, well, Thank who you. Are these people? Thank you. Well, Angela, she's always like, who am I? <laughs> Your Angela impression is really coming along yeah. now. It's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I close my eyes and I'm like, which one is it? <laughs> it's uncanny. <laughs> um, anyway, how are you guys? Yeah, we're good. Pretty how good, is actually. Life? It's all right. We've just had... Um, a baby. A baby, yeah. 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 He's in pause. I knew the words. I knew the words. Yeah. I know yeah. we've got a baby. Yeah. You haven't slept yet, have not, you? I mean, not really, no. no. Well, you no. have. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done a little better than you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there's certain things I can't provide him. Yeah, yeah fair. How yeah. old's the little yeah. one? He's nine, nine weeks. Nine weeks. Nine. Yeah, so he's very <laughs> yeah, it's, it's sort of crazy that we're here, yeah. 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 But um, nice little break to come yeah. see you too. Yeah. Well, congratulations, guys. Thank you. Real nice news. Real nice news. <laughs> I mean, not the most ideal, or maybe actually ideal job to have Rick with Morning Radio with a baby. Was that sort I of don't Rick, know. Rick keeps telling me it's like the best job to have because I keep being like, where are you at four in the morning? And he's like, yeah. at the BBC. Work, <laughs> work, <laughs> work, yeah. But then I get back quite early. It's when I'm still can... there four in the afternoon yeah, I'm still at work it's a long just, show so today so many emails so many emails <laughs> research news very broad is news I'm here for 12 hours should we start by talking about food yeah why it not? makes sense doesn't it what's the, the routine at home do you have a set routine is someone the cook is someone the cleaner like what happens there's a very set routine yes it's not that I'm not a good cook I don't like mm. cooking <laughs> I don't cook Neither, yeah, no I am yeah. a good cook what the hell well, how, do we, faces? how do we know Oh! Yeah. <laughs> On the occasions you do cook, it is very good, but it's quite a sort it of... It usually takes like six hours it's and like it's a like a showstopper yeah. and I get a lot of comments about it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, he's like an everyday... Yeah, I'm a workman. I, just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, just... I keep it coming, I keep yeah. it coming, I keep us all fed. And <laughs> then every now and cook. again you do something, you know, that's impressive. It's quite a sort of performance. But I'm really good at deciding what we should eat and then buying all the ingredients and then telling him to make it. That's the worst <laughs> bit, to be fair. Yeah. That's my worst bit. I you could like read cookbooks that. as like a novel. I love yeah. looking oh, at them. You just enjoy the yeah. drama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you've got a lot of cookbooks for someone who doesn't. Like, it's incredible. Like, I've got about three cookbooks. You've genuinely got think, about 50. Yeah, because in my head, I'm a cook. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. oh, I can make all these things. And, and then I'll look through them, read them like a book, and then never actually make never. them. Yeah. So what sort of stuff do you make, like, day to day? What is your, like, so your Rick standards? You realise you get into a real routine, but we do a roast chicken most weeks mm-hmm. and then make a stock that we then don't use. We do I mean, yeah. it's like, it's, honestly, it's incredible. Like, the, that routine of yeah. making a big pot of stock, yeah. freezing it, and then and eventually just, just having to bin it just yeah. and then putting in the next one. Yeah. And I like, again, I mean, and then but very then, occasionally. But then we started to try and find recipes that needed stock because yeah. we were yeah. like, we have to do this. Got to break this cycle. Yeah. 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 And do you have any go-to, could use up my stock recipes? Risotto's a good one. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. Soups. Do you make soups? I do like vegetable soup. Vegetable soup would be a good one with all that chicken stock. Well, not so much vegetable. I've but, been yeah. using, what's the little pasta that is like risotto? Orzo. 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 I've been cooking yeah. a 
bit with yeah. that, and that takes a lot of stock. That, mm. Yeah, that would take a lot of stock. Yeah. Or just doing something like, you know, you do your chicken, but you can do a chicken just that's broken down with your orzo, peppers, mm. chorizo in there, and you use your stock to cook it all together. Yeah. That'd be nice. Am I putting that in one... Pan yeah. as well. Yeah. Put it love on the that. table. Love that. <laughs> love that. Theme up. There you go. It feels sophisticated, even though it's the easiest thing you can <laughs> yeah. do. Really I've, I've recently just been putting potatoes in the pan yeah. and oh, they yeah, just cook that. in the fat. That's I've best. never done that before. That's the best. That. Every time revelation. he does it, the smug look yeah, on his face, no, he pulls so the potatoes out. He's like, they were in there with the chicken. Yeah, I love that. Now, on Five Live the other day, there was the topic of couples going to restaurants and ordering the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're really strict about this. The Bidens went out and had exactly the same meal. Oh, right. And everyone was like, you can't do that. Yeah. yeah. And in fairness, I think that we... We will sometimes do that, but we're more often do. I think do... we're quite strictly, we always have to have something different. Okay, so maybe I'm going to different <laughs> meals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes we'll both want like two different things and we'll swap halfway through. Yeah. Does yeah. anyone else oh, do yeah. that? Oh, like yeah, I do that. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a bit of tension about whether I'm getting my 50%. That's because he's an only child <laughs> yeah. and he doesn't, yeah. he's weird about like what's his and right. I'm yeah. one of four and so I'm like, just give me whatever. Also, I eat quite quickly. Do you and Neil do that? We had these friends that did that. We went out to dinner with them. Then halfway through, they literally just swap plates yeah. and they do that all mm. the time. So now, when we go out with them, the four of us, we just, it's like, we literally, we I just all that. swap the plate. We just, musical yeah, plates, when the music is. stops, you eat. And it's like, if you had yours and we're all, and it's brilliant actually, you know, so we do swap plates halfway and Neil's a bit like you. You know, we are sharing this, you yeah. know. I always blame his sister. I think she stole his food when he was young. Honestly, he's got sharing issues as well. Angela, of course, dead good at cooking. Mm. Um, we wondered if you needed any help from Angela. I believe there was a banana bread oh drama. My God. I mean, this was abhorrent, actually. Abhorrent. Um, yeah, wow. yeah. And I, I choose my words carefully. <laughs> well, yes. So Ema decided she was going to make some banana bread. I guess it was during lockdown. lockdown. I was using an American recipe, uh, and they said a stick of butter. And I yeah. was just like, that must mean the whole packet of butter. Must oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Could have asked. What? Asked you? Yeah, just say, what's a, what's a stick of butter? And I said, well, not that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a pack of That's butter. Yeah. 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 Anyway, it was liquid. It was like it was like in the shape of a banana bread, but yeah. so greasy, oozing. oozing. Yeah. And just like all I was like, down it's like... fine, eat it. And we did actually, <laughs> we got through about half of it. We yeah. tried our best. But just um, sort of, yeah, you shouldn't have it dripping down your face when you're eating banana bread, ideally. <laughs> yeah, we just squeeze it out and yeah. the butter's just coming out. Actually, make a decent stock out of this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think we know what went wrong there. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to know when you're cooking salmon, how mm. to get it really crispy on the skin side, but cook it the whole way through. And I said this earlier and Rick was like, I know how to do that. Why aren't you just asking me? So tell us, go on. Yeah. How do you do it then, So Rick? I'm going cold pan. Right, yeah. Flesh side down. Yeah, not skin side. About, no. Okay. And then as the pan heats up, flip him over and then five yeah. minutes on the skin side. I would go uh, a bit of oil in a pan, hot oil, and then mm, I would go okay. skin side mm. so get, and get it really crispy and just keep it cooking most of the way on the skin and then just literally turn it. At the end. Yeah, yeah. that's it. There you go. Yeah, no, there there we go. Get that Check that. Then, I'll send yeah. us a picture on that yeah. one after. See how, <laughs> yeah. I'll give it marks out of ten. Angela, yeah. what's going on over there? So we've got this five-spice duck. So we've mm. marinated it in lots of different spices. It's sort of like a little salady, so it's not... Hot, hot, hot. And then we've got some pak choy, cashews, cucumber, a little stir fry, and we've got some steamed rice with it as well. Mm. So we're going to put the vegetables on top 
and then have that lovely little spice salad. Yeah. Do you like sort of Chinese flavours? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You ever done that sort of cooking, Rick? Not a great deal, actually. Right. I went to China and had quite a sort of checkered food experience. Mm. So when I was with my friends who could speak Mandarin, we ate some amazing food. And when I wasn't, it was a struggle, actually. They have a, an interesting relationship with texture. Sometimes quite slimy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So a lot of slimy chicken feet. Yeah. That sort of thing, which, uh, you know, it's, it's hard work. I've never had a duck not in a restaurant. Well, so it just feels like a fancy food because it's like sort of duck l'orange feels yeah. like a kind of like a... Yeah. It's not an everyday thing. No. But you can do it. So, yeah, cold pan, score the skin. Yeah. So it renders down the fat and then you get really lovely crispy skin and then just back on its base for another couple of minutes. If you want to try the recipe, you don't have to remember this. You don't have to be writing this down as you're <laughs> walking around the park right now. Mm. Um, you can go on waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes and it's on there. And it's five spice duck with stir fried cucumber and cashews. And we've got a wine pairing with it as well. Mm -hmm. mm. A Cav de Turkheim or Angela. Which is a Gertstraminer. Is that right? That's not right. I'll give it a go. Come on, Rick, you give it a go. Gewurztraminer. Yeah, it's Sprecher Ambition, Deutsch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we have to talk about this. I never knew this, ever. Did you know this no, until you read this today? No. The most romantic way that you guys met on the bus. Well, oh. so we... We didn't exactly meet on the bus, but we okay, did get... Uh, yeah, so, yeah. We were at a comedy show. Yeah, our mutual friend was doing stand-up. I sort of knew that he knew my friend, and I was there setting my friend up with one of the comedians. And I was on my own. They were kind of, you know... And Rick walked in, and I'd never met him before, but I have no idea why I did this, but I um, just went like this. Oh! <laughs> And just I thought, a peace, a peace well, sign. A peace yeah. sign. Yeah, let's put a ring on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he just sort of walked across the room towards me and sat down next to me yeah. and said, hello, who are you? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, oh yeah, uh, you know, uh, blah, blah. the bus thing comes in that after that night, on the way home, my friend was off with the person I set them up with sort of kissing on the street corner and we yeah. were left at the bus stop. Yeah. Uh, Rick was reading his emails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh, romantic. Busy. Yeah. I'm busy guy. Yeah, yeah a lot of important a, yeah. stuff to get through. Even across yeah. the news back then. I can then. just see yeah. your friend yeah. there yeah. in the corner. He's like this. Yeah. 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 You're like, hello. Yeah. You're still yeah. inside. I know how to charm a lady. You've got to show them that you're important. <laughs> but I think you were actually playing yeah. it cool. Because yeah. I said to my friend afterwards, yeah. I was like, he either hates me yeah. or he really fancies me. Yeah. And so when I got home, I saw on my phone, Rick Edwards has followed you on Twitter. I was like, okay. okay. He, was, he was reading his emails, but it was, yeah, yeah. it was, yeah. yeah. Obsessed with me. He's yeah. obsessed. Yeah. <laughs> but then we were at a bowling party, I think. We were on the same bus home. There's a lot of buses in our relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Uh, I like and it. we were sort of approaching my stop and I gave you what I think is a very romantic ultimatum, which was you can either get out and kiss me or stay on the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it like that. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> With the hat like this, yeah, yeah. you can either now kiss Now listen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you've got two options. Yeah, so uh, I got brilliant. off the bus and kissed him. Yeah. And then and got I on got, the next one. Yeah, I got on the next one. And I told my friend when I got home what you'd said, and he was like, oh, you are getting played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and then he's going to have a baby with you in nine years. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then we got engaged six weeks later. Yeah. At that, that, that bus stop. No. Yeah. That bus stop. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird when we were standing there waiting because you were like, why are we here? What are oh, we doing? Oh, and a bus pulled up. And a bus pulled up and I was like, I'm going to wait for them to go. Yeah. Yeah. And then he got down on one knee. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. so you didn't yeah. know. Total surprise. No, I totally knew. Did you? Yeah. You were just like, this is what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we're at the bus stop. Oh, here we go. The classic. Six weeks. The classic proposal. Yeah, bit of a cliche. Ema, let's talk about Karen Perry. Yeah. Perry. Perry. Been practicing all afternoon. I think it went well. Worth the practice, wasn't it? I say Perry Perry. Ema, what is it? Karen Perry. Karen Perry. Oh, he's saying that before the Nando's analogy. <laughs> Tell us about Chicken Perry. <laughs> um, so it's a crime drama that I wrote and I'm in in a little part that came out the end of last year and it's on ITV. Set half set in the 90s, half set modern day about a young detective who gets put on a case that everyone thinks she can't solve she's just put on it because she's a woman the story's about a woman who's killed and yeah i think you know it's it's good it's good, good. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good. and very much like loved as well and people do mm. love like a, a drama and like you know a investigator and a drama but um why do you think karen like cut through so much because people did did really rave and, and love the show didn't they i think it was that it was on a sunday night and it wasn't just it was on a Sunday night. <laughs> <laughs> Great slot. Yeah. Great slot. No, yeah. but you can't it, it kind of it kind of ticks those like wanna watch a mystery, yeah. like get stuck into something. Mm. Nothing like that feels quite you know that the detective is probably going to solve the crime. It feels yeah. quite cozy. But mm. at the same time, there were things that were different about it. So that she's kind of really young and she's really underestimated. She's a woman in a man's world. There was like quite a lot of, you know. I put quite a lot of myself into it because I yeah. kind of felt like that. And so I think it had the right balance of being kind of traditional in a crime story, but also like bringing something new to it. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of hit with people. But you people know. follow it because then they want to follow it along to see if they're guessing where the story's exactly. going. Exactly. Following the characters. And I think it had the emotion of the characters together, didn't it? Yeah. That's where people like. Exactly. I think they feel that when they you know, well, watch yeah. those things. I think on TV you can see the same old faces all the time. Yeah. And I think in Karen Period we, got, we were able to cast quite new yeah. actors who people hadn't seen. And I think when you're watching Julia Roberts, you're just thinking Julia Roberts is just yeah. doing mm -hmm. Julia, like, mm -hmm. and when you, if someone new, you kind of really let go and yeah. go into the story. So I love it when people cast unusual actors. She or did audition actors. though, didn't she, Julia? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but couldn't, couldn't do Not believable as a Karen. No, 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 no not yeah. Karen. Not. Yeah. I do think that, that there are certain actresses and actors who I'm just like, it's him off of Graham yeah. Norton. Yeah. Like when I'm watching a film, no, I, like I'm, they're I'm too bit, famous. Like, honestly, it's distracting. But you interviewed yeah. Julia Roberts, didn't you? Well, there's a couple of... <laughs> when we did T4, T4 was quite a strange job. Listen, at the start of this, I said to Angela, I said, do you know T4? She went, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Well, uh, effectively, we just got to mess around with really famous people yeah. every weekend. And it was it was amazing. And the maddest sort of work <laughs> work trip that I did was in Mexico. Yeah. And they put a load of journalists up. Uh, sorry, sorry, journalists. Uh, <laughs> and uh, like five-star sort of resort hotel in Mexico for a week. And then they sort of flew in stars for about three or four different films and then yeah. so he did a load of junkets oh, wow. and their thought was the stars are quite enjoy it because they get to come with their families and it'll actually work out cheaper i mean god knows if it did but this is when yeah. film companies had a lot of money 
And so it's sort of quite surreal where you're in the pool and, you know, we got told off at one point for stealing a rubber ring off one of Angelina Jolie's kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh, you're sort of in the hot tub and you sort of look over and you go, oh, well, that's Adam Sandler. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's, that kind of, it's really weird. And you weren't allowed to take any photos so that they were all kind of quite relaxed. But also, it just felt like you're on holiday. Yeah. And so I totally lost sight of the fact that I was supposed to be working. <laughs> um, I'm in the pool and suddenly at like quite an angry um, person who worked for the film company sort of came out and go, you're supposed to be interviewing Julia Roberts right now. And I was like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of raced off and I realised I just don't have, I don't really have a chance to dry off or anything. So I just whack a shirt on. So I've got wet shorts. And, I sort of, and as I'm like jogging into the room to interview yeah. Julia Roberts, a lady is arriving with a fruit plate yeah. And I'm like, oh no, because the fruit plate's arriving before me. And normally you have to do maybe 30 seconds or a minute of small talk before mm. the interview starts. Yeah. The fruit plate's arriving, I'm going to have to do like five minutes here because <laughs> Julia Roberts wants to eat a fruit plate. So I sit down, I'm soaking wet, and uh, Julia Roberts is getting stuck into her fruit plate. And I sort of say hello. Um, Did she, she kill Yeah, she's like, uh, oh, wet shorts. That's <laughs> like... Yeah. yeah, 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 just, uh, yeah, I can't really yeah. explain that, sorry. Um, and, uh, and then she goes, um, we've met before, haven't we? And I said, I don't know, actually. Um, because, and in fairness, no, but you, I think you... you, you, you would think no, 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 well, because... This was, no, exactly. Yeah. It, like, Look at them both, just about. No, because, no, because, 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 you. Yeah, I get no, that is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was sort of okay and we had a, yeah, we had a yeah. bit of a laugh, but the PR definitely didn't find it funny. Wasn't um, she like, uh oh, we're all the same to you, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. And then and I was saying, yeah, absolutely, I just read the name off the top of the card. Like So Eva Mendes, how's the film? Like that's all. Um and, and to this day. I still don't actually know if I had interviewed. Yeah, them you don't know I, because you don't know if you've seen them because you're like, oh, we've met before, yeah. or if it's Julia Roberts yeah, off exactly. of the telly. Yeah, exactly. Those junket situations are yeah. so. And, weird. and you're in and out really quickly. It's like as well. three, four yeah. minutes, unless yeah, the fruit yeah. plate arrives, unless, yeah. and then yeah. you're in for a yeah, little while. You're in for a little <laughs> while, <laughs> and it gets awkward. Yeah. <laughs> Just thinking of the chair that had that wet patch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they would have changed the chair afterwards. Yeah, I'd say that for free. Alison Hammond coming in next. What is going on here? No, but T4 was nuts because you did end up interviewing the most famous people in the yeah. world. Like, didn't we do a thing with Mary J. Blige once when we had to sing to her? Yeah. And also, the, like the thing I really remember about that is she arrived with massive sunglasses on in the studio yeah. and no one wanted to ask her to take them off. Yeah. And we got asked to, t to ask her, and neither of us would. No. So we just did a whole interview with her in sunglasses. And they were <laughs> in looked, the rear, like, it looked ridiculous. Like, get the sunglasses off. I'm not asking Mary J. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Mary J. Like, like, Mary, I love the sunglasses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now we're going to sing. <laughs> what did you have to sing for Mary J. Blige? We had to sing Living on a Prayer. Did we? Oh, did and we did? wanted her to join in. She didn't. And she was like, I've never heard this song. I was like, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. All words similar. Like, she was like, I don't know that song and we were like you do you, you do you do you do it's like no I don't know there's so much of that kind of thing when I first met Rick I was like I kind of knew who he was but I kind of wanted to be reminded so I went on Google <laughs> and like looked him up and the first thing that came up was a YouTube video of him interviewing Benicio Del Toro and Emily Blunt dressed as a werewolf <laughs> at the beginning of the interview 
literally had to jump out from the back of the sofa and be like, yeah. <laughs> and honestly, Emily Blunt found it quite funny, but Nistio Del Toro did not know what the fuck was, was so going on. Funny. And like, the way that you stuck with it through the whole interview, dressed as a werewolf. How am I getting out? I'm just, I'm dressed as a, as a werewolf for the interview. Like, that's just the situation. The prosthetics yeah. are on their own. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just sort of sat there, just like reading your questions off your cards. Like, trying to... Yeah, yeah. horrible stuff. I remember stuff. Emily Blunt as well. We asked if we could call her Blunty. Yes. Yeah. And she said, yeah. and she said no. Yeah, Blunty. 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 And then we were like, Blunty. And she's like, don't call me that. And then we did. Of course we did. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. they don't know what they want. <laughs> we're like, hey, see you later, Blunty. But tell us about Mariah Carey, because you, didn't you have a few Mariah Carey interactions? You, yeah. were, you were her favourite British like TV her presenter sort of go, for a go while. go-to guy oh, briefly. Yeah, went very weirdly so I did this one thing where I spent 48 hours with her in New York sort of just shadowing her life which is obviously completely mad and very sort of illuminating in, in lots of ways she'd been told when she was really young that she had a better side it really stuck with her because she was so young and it meant that she could only do interviews with the camera this way and at one point we got into the back of her limo and so we got sort of camera down here and she accidentally or just not thinking sort of got on the wrong side so we did the entire interview. This is the window. She's sat here. I'm there. And she is uh, looking out the window and answering the questions. And every now and again, she'd sort of, because she's a normal person, she'd sort of come round and say something, and her head would just snap that round. It was absolutely balmy. It was balmy. And with that explanation on the TV, you're going to look insane. She's <laughs> really enjoying the view. Like... I want to talk to you about The Curse as well. Oh, yeah. The Curse is set in the 1980s in East London. Mm -hmm. Right. And my character runs a calf, very working class, and she would have been about the same age as some of Rick's family in... They were from Tottenham, so not quite East London. Yeah. But I, their voices, I think, I, I, oh. I thought might have... Because it's like... Through time, that accent changes mm, and yeah. different mm. like things come in. But like 1980s Cockney yeah. is what I needed to hit. Oh, wow. yeah. And um, so I would be voice noting Rich to be like, how would you, um, you your say, auntie say uh, reward? Yeah. Reward. Reward. And I'd say Spice. it a bunch of times yeah. and then yeah. Rick would be like, yeah, that one. And I'd be like, okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the second series of The Curse you can see right now on Channel 4, right? All four. No. All four. So the first series is set in the East End mm -hmm. and um, not a spoiler. Well, it is a massive spoiler if you haven't watched the first one, but we... Um, we do a big robbery um, yes. and then the second series we're on the run in the south of Spain. The first series is like very gritty, like East End calves and stuff. Mm -hmm. Second series we shot in Gran Canaria and it's like 80s palm trees, like I'm dressed like Joan Collins. It's just ah, got brilliant. that like full, so cool. good, saturated mm. co colour and mm. like great 80s music. And yeah. yeah, it's like Auntie Joyce on tour mm. in the Costa del Crime. Auntie Joyce has learnt a few Spanish phrases as well. Oh yeah, she, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. it's, it's lovely stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 My character's really pretentious about her Spanish accent. Yeah. So she's like, patatas bravas. <laughs> <laughs> I love those yeah. people, I know. Yeah. Love those people. Yeah. Love those. Now, Rick, talk to me about how it is, you know, doing the many things that you do, mm -hmm. having a baby and doing a breakfast show. Yeah. What's the sleeping arrangement? What time's the alarm? What's your breakfast? So, the alarm is 
three forty-five. That is rude. Oh, that is, is brutal. Um, it's not even. That's not even morning in my eyes, yeah. to be honest. It's yeah. sort of the middle of the night. You'd have to go to bed like what time? Early? Mm. You mm. do an early night or not really? I mean, in theory, I'm trying to get to bed at like eight. Realistically, it's more like nine, nine thirty. Mm. But it's it is um, still early, and in yeah. the summer, it's like still yeah. hot. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> you're yeah. like night then. Thanks for bringing it out. It's fairly depressing. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to go, no. but when I did breakfast mm. five. Which is like right. civilized. Are you lying? Were you starting at six? Are we start six thirty. Six thirty. That half an hour. Yeah, is quite half good. an hour. Get, yeah. yeah, get out by half five. In yeah. for six. He has to like read all, read all the, the news. news, read the papers, read all yeah. the headlines. It's very great. Not just the headlines. <laughs> Not just the headlines. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. For me, it played havoc with when you have your tea and stuff. Oh yeah. 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 So yeah. you yeah. kind of like. You can't, like, going out for dinner, it yeah. doesn't really happen, does it? No. So he does a work call to get across the news about 6pm. Mm-hmm. And then there's a really tight window between 6.30 and when he goes to bed. Supper time. Dinner Sometimes time. I, I'm multitasking, I'm doing, it's on a Zoom, and I'll have yeah. the camera off and I'll be cooking. Right, As yeah. the call is And then you have on. the baby yeah. and a bouncer. And a baby and a bouncer. Wow. <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah. God, so, you, you know. really are. Yeah. And I'm just upstairs, yeah. face mask, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you prefer, doing the radio? Because you did TV for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the radio is really fun because it's sort of, I imagine you'll think this as well, like generally TV's quite scripted, quite rehearsed, and you have to sort of, you know, block things through with cameras and blah, blah, blah. Um, And I really love TV, but on the radio, literally you just sort of just say whatever, really. Mm -hmm. And it's quite liberating, I mean, within reason, uh, on the the old BBC. Uh, (laughs) They they have had some issues, I understand. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you which politician I don't like. Now, before you guys go, we have a question in here, which was written by the production team. Uh Andrew and I have not seen it. No. To get yourself a Waitrose goodie bag, all you've got to do is answer the question. Okay. Open it and see. You don't have to answer it. You can just read it. And if you don't like it... Then you don't get the goodie bag. Yeah. Ema, Rick has been taken off air for reasons we won't go into. Would you write and cast him in one of your projects just to get him out of the house? (laughs) (laughs) Do you think he could act? Would he be a better villain or hero? Mm. I know if he can act or not. Mm. He cannot act. Could have shown it down. Little tease, maybe. Mm-hmm. I've actually I've acted in Chalet Girl. Three, yes, I was in Chalet Girl yeah. with Makita. Yeah. Um, Chalet Girl. What did you play again? Myself. Yeah. I've, play, I've, played, I've played versions of myself mm. in about five things, mm. and actually, I'm not bad at it. <laughs> He'd have anything. to be playing himself. Yes. For one, ideally, he's though. done auditions, and I've. Do you remember auditioned to play um, a jailer in like a, that show Aliens that Jay was directing? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it's a lo at first. It's, yeah. 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 it's it is a stretch. Quite yeah. abstract. <laughs> jailer. He was playing like a sense. strict like prison guard, mm. and I remember doing the audition with you, and you were so. Good. (laughs) (laughs) You couldn't do it not as yourself. Like, everything had to be in your voice. I don't have any skills. One of my skills is being myself. (laughs) (laughs) And and that's that's what I do. I mean, he's one some actors. Am I right? Am I right? Um, Guys, thank you so much for coming round. Uh, Rick Edwards and Ema Kenny, everybody. Coming up next week, we have the legend that is Prue Leaf. People are only prepared to do what they're told, like commies in the kitchen. Yeah. Then I love them. I mean, but if they want to um, 
start giving advice. Yeah, <laughs> or, or, or saying they want to do it differently. Or even my son, who, who really can't cook at all, always has another idea of yeah. the way it should be done. <laughs> You're like, thanks, but no thanks. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Really, really like, it's not a democracy. Yeah. No, Just, no, it's not. It's, know, not. it's not. It's my either. kitchen. Listen to what I tell do you. you. Know, That's it. My husband complains that I sometimes get into head chef mode, and he's oh, and, he, yeah. and it's really difficult because I just order everybody around. <laughs> but I've always been bossy. If you would like to recreate today's dish for your friends or family or maybe a stranger in the street, head to waitrose.com forward slash dish recipes. That is where you'll find all the meals we've ever made on the podcast. Follow Dish wherever you get your podcast so you'll get it delivered to your device every week. And if you enjoy it, please leave us a great review. If you don't, listen to something else. <laughs> we can't all have a Michelin star chef in the kitchen, but you can get some Michelin star advice. Email your questions for Angela, whatever they are, to dish at waitrose.co.uk. Waitrose. Food to feel good about.